Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. From the glow of St. Paul's number one, welcome to another edition of Cabin Country. Give us the time and we'll take you out of the traffic and away from the levee. Let's find the place where the loons call out among the moonlit waves, where the wind sighs among the Norway pines. Pull up a dock chair, have a sip of your coffee, and get a line in the water. This is Cabin Country. Now here's Bjorn Lloydstead, and I'm Fudd Klugman, with another Woodland Escape. All right, well, welcome to Cabin Country. This is uh, Fudd Klugman. Bjorn Lloydstedt. And we are actually fireside. We are. Up at the cabin. Fireside on the Gull River. Gull River. A balmy 32 degrees, roughly. Yeah, if that, the high was about 34 today, or... Indeed. 33? Indeed, as we drove into town to size up and bolster our larder. Yes. There was uh, ice in the ditches. Oh, yeah. So, ditch water was frozen, rapidly melting, but... Not quite warm enough to melt all the way. It was interesting. Yeah, very cool. We arrived last night. It was in the 20s. Nice and cold. Yes, and very windy. Very breezy. Very windy, yes. We got a, we got a fire going because uh, we were anxious to set down and light up a cigar. Cigar and, time with a blaze in the background. And, and, but and boy. It never really did warm up, Fudd. No. We stayed plenty cool, although today's blaze. Now, this is... Interesting, yeah. and I, there may be a shot or two of this on the web page. Should you decide to have a look, um, we managed to get a couple of good-sized oak, kind of hollowed bits, into uh, the fire chimney status, where you set the log upright on a on a well-established fire, and eventually the the flames are coming up out of the log. and And one went well for quite a while. Fudd went down to fill the honey bucket. As, yes, indeed, the dock is out, the lift is out. The, the water's turned off. Water's turned off. Uh, I understand a real professional-grade uh, vacuum was used to suck or pump the water out of the uh, yes, pipes uh, this year. More more on that, Fudd? Have you got anything for Yeah, me? my brother had a, well, it's it's like a Bostitch air compressor for your nail gun kind of a thing. And we thought, well, that'd be, that would top... Overperform the uh, shop vac of all the years the past. The top of the shop vac, not even the, the right. entire shop right. vac, just the engine, the motor, if you will. Yes. And, uh, and a tape, duct tape together hose. So you had better luck. Yeah. And as a result, 
with these nights in the 20s, it was good to get the water out of the, the lines. Nothing solidified, frozen burst, which is good. Water's off, pump is out, pump is drained, shut off, as it were. Yep. Um, and the tracker is sitting proudly on its on its trailer right over there, all tidied up yes, for the winter. It's well covered. Covered up, and we've got some mouse deterrent smelly sacks. Dude. <laughs> tossed. <laughs> well. Tossed in the in nether the, regions uh, uh, yes, of, of yes, the boat and yes. hoping to keep as many mice out, at least from Indeed. chewing the cables. and Right. Keep them out, keep them at bay. And ideally they will work. Maybe there are bay leaves in those satchels. Who knows? I don't know. It's hard to say. Are they, are, I might are, find that pleasant and perhaps a oh. tip of the cap towards the upcoming Halloween holiday, more so the Thanksgiving holiday, bay leaves. That's right. Repeated use. Um... For those listening and saying, so where's all the scary stuff, guys? It's, oh, yeah. It's like the 29th of October, 30th. Of right. What are you doing? 29th. Is it, is it 20, coming? Actually, it's 28th, I think. Today, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it is on its way. It's just, a, it's a, again, a busy season for, for the both of us. And uh, when it comes to all things special effects and foley behind the scenes, we, we demand, specifically you, Fudd, demand a, a level of quality. That's right, yes. And so, you know, bide your time, light your little candle inside your carved-out turnip. <laughs> right. I, I keep saying Samhain. I know that's not the proper pronunciation, but, uh, you know, that, that episode is coming. It's, uh, and we're hoping it's as good as years past. In fact, right. we'd, we'd like to think maybe even a little better. Sometimes you'd like your senses to be thrilled, and other times you want your spine to tingle. Tingle, yes. I can rip off Orson Welles. A story doesn't have to appeal to the heart. It can also appeal to the spine. Sometimes you want your heart to be warmed, and sometimes you want your spine to tingle. We had a great day because we saw bald eagles, and... Uh, and, and, it, and it panned out in that fashion. At the same time, we were passed by a very good-sized truck. Big tires, big engine, big cab, pulling a fishing boat with what looked to be something absolutely minute on the transom of the boat behind it. And right. As, as they passed us for like the second or third time, we noticed it was a 15-horse <laughs> outboard, and the joke had to be made. Well, yes. We can see you're driving the huge truck, the biggest on the lot, because of your small Johnson. <laughs> yeah. However you choose to respond to that, right. we, we do try to keep this family friendly. I was yes. referencing the brand name of the outboard. That's the but, uh, brand name of the motor. It was. It was right. a 15-horse Johnson. And who knew you could get that much power in a housing that small? It was very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. Well, even uh, my dad's nine-and-a-half horsepower Mercury. Is it a Mercury? Yeah. It's a Mercury, and the thing is heavy. I threw out my back a couple of weeks ago, pulling it up off of the uh, the, sea, the sea maid for you my did. dad. Yes. Brought it back up to the shed. I mean, I got it out of the boat, up the steps uh, at the end of the dock, and then we have a, a rolling cart a dolly, for it. if you will. So I thought, well, I'll just, you know. Shift it over. But but just. Save your back. It, uh, it was too late to save my back. I'd already... Th- you know, I mean, I didn't feel it at the time. It was a couple of days later when I, you know how it goes. You're just like, oh, well, I think I'm fine. I've did some stretches. Maybe I'm I, gonna beat you, kid. You maybe know I'm why. Right. Oh, my back! 
hurting unit fun. That's right. And you, uh, you went to a chiropractor. I did. I did. I went to a couple of them. Okay. Between the two of them, uh, it's finally, finally good. In fact, magic was worked. In fact, I was just up uh, two days ago with Dad and Bro. To uh, as as four mentioned, we took out the dock and the lift and. The shutdown was complete. Yeah, the shutdown was complete, and I, no further injuries have been. That's good. Been that's felt, a good so thing. that's good. Yeah, had had we needed to haul up, well, you did anyway. So I mean, you and your brother and your dad's waited up and got in and managed to get the the lift out there. It sits lordly on its wheels. Oh, excuse me. There's and, the uh, oh, it's the light. It's the buzz of the mercury. The buzz of the mercury yard light is now on. We have. By God, friends, we have light. We have the safety yard light to keep, you know. Das Wampir will be held at bay. <laughs> we've got fire, we've got cigars, and we've got a yard light. And i got to be honest, Fudd, this fire is becoming almost thermonuclear. It's like yeah, I'm wearing lined camping pants from our good friends at a very large uh, store. Store. I'll just leave it at that. And, and I feel like my knees are currently on fire. So... <laughs> yeah. You hear me spontaneously combust. Well, I'll go jump in the gull, and, and uh, we have been filling the honey bucket, so this, the establishment can be used. And I'll I'll be honest, uh, that river water's cold. Yeah, it is cold. It is cold. We uh, we're filling a, a bucket of water to uh, throw into the. To- we have to manually flush by dumping water into here, the here. toilet at uh, appropriate in, in times. Important when moments. It, yes, yes, when it's necessary. But anyway. Yeah, we're good news on this trip. We've decided, unlike trips many, many years past, it was tradition here on the autumn trips and the summer trips and the spring trips. We would stop at one of the local groceries and invest in somewhere short of two pounds of shaved turkey. <laughs> and uh, we've we've passed on that at yes. this point, and uh, I feel like we're we're. We're moving light and coming in hot. It's uh, not not a lot of dining. Keeping in mind, washing of dishes at this point is challenging right. with bottled water. So <laughs> yeah. eating a lot of stuff off paper plates and uh, and then burning our... <laughs> well, that was good. Do the dishes. Burn All the good. paper plates. Burn the paper plates. Indeed. Um, Simpler, like prepared meals. I like prepared everything at home first. Some leftover homemade soup I made. And, right. And I even grabbed one of those salad kits, you know, for easy... You did. So healthy sounding for oh, cabin food. But, ludicrous, uh, yes. That's all right. We've got other s- snacks. We do. Keeping it simple is kind of the... Keeping it simple. Name of the game this time of year when... In fact, a couple of times after using the... Too much mention of bathroom use here, well, but, you know, it's a thing... It is. ...when your toilet's no longer flush and you have to manually pour the water in, as I've said... But a couple of times, I've reached for the, the handle, forgetting that, whoops, there's no water in the yep, tank. It's got to be bucketed in. Nobody home at the inn. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Well, it's interesting up here. I mean, to be on the gull this time of year, everything's red. Leaves are red or tan, brown, gold. Nary a dock, although I take that back. It looks like your neighbor still might have a dock out. Well, Straight across. There's a lift in the water with a boat on it. Is there? Yes. Holy cows. Or at least, ah, I think the, boat, the boat's out, but the lift is the still... The lift looks it's in, either like in it's the water, water or it's on the edge of the, of the shoreline, but um, gutsy. A gutsy move. 
Yeah, for this time of year, I mean, it's getting down to like 20 tonight. Right. The old Daggett Lake days, my dad was not having any of that. Even your eight-foot <clears throat> section here would have been poo-pooed. <laughs> as Get that gonna, out. We're going to find that in the spring halfway down the lake in several sections. <laughs> right. Like, well, you made it out of found wood. I don't know that it's that great a loss. But, hey, you know. Whatever. Always good to be cautious. That's right. And as has been said many times, a, a man of the Great Depression era... Waste you know, not the, want. Waste not. not want want. You got it? Waste not want want. Easy for me to say. Yeah. It, uh, interestingly enough, too, there's there's a, a could-be, would-be segment coming up soon in small pieces. Uh, Mike, the snapping turtle hunter. That's right. We've mentioned Mike. We have. A number of times. A man who uh, would throw out a, a big treble hook on light chain, festooned with dough balls and <laughs> rotten meat. And he'd, he'd pull in the next day a good-sized snapping turtle and nail the thing to the tree, tail first, head down, and the head, of course, being removed and right. let everything drain out. And inside of however many hours, days, prying everything apart, butchering it out, using the meat. Um, heard from him, courtesy our good friends at Facebook, and uh, he was in North Dakota hunting pheasants. Ah. Said he might send, he sent some pictures, and if we get his permission, maybe I can add those to the webpage, but um, we're thinking he might become a, a, an occasional participant. He was talking about how just days ago, hunting pheasants in North Dakota, and the snow started flying, and they had to leave. Yeah. And he's not the kind of guy that's generally right. He's pretty brushed aside. Right? He is. He's he's your your typical outdoors kind of guy, and uh, loves his hunting, loves his trapping, loves his fishing. But bad enough. So they came back to where he's based out of Western Wisconsin, and and went after the mighty timber doodle, the woodcock. The woodcock. They were hunting woodcock. I even saw a picture of one of his dogs with a with a fowl in its jaws, oh, yeah. and. Uh, not quite the table bird you might be expecting after a pheasant hunt, but it's 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 edible. You know, people people hunt them, people cook them, people eat them. And see, he said it's all in the preparing. Uh-huh. So maybe he'll share how he prepares yeah. woodcock with us here on the show. We've got something out there, Fud, oh. drawing its own wake. There's some kind of waterfall out there. Lonely, indeed, a single bird. And well, if you had to guess, what would you say we're looking at? It's kind of hard because this fire is so hot, it's actually, you know, kind of wavering the air in front of the, the fire ring, but I'm, I'm trying to get a good look at what that might be. I don't know. Coots. It's I mean, do coots migrate? I thought they did. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Small-looking duck, maybe yeah. a, even a kind of merganser type, or even a, could be a teal. I don't know. It's so far away, folks. Awful I, head, possibly. Do you, have, do you see teal around here, Fudd? Is there, uh, and if you do, what style? Green-winged teal, I think. Green-winged. Yeah. Beautiful bird. Uh, I was reading in one of the Stan Tequila bird books the other night that teal are kind of unique and that they, f- they fly with their, their head straight but the bill down, and they're a small but fast duck but an o- kind of an awkward flyer. I mean, they're huh. doing fine, but it looks awkward, and they tend to fly low. Feel free to write in if I'm just spreading manure here, but um, a delicious table bird. Actually, you know what? I think I was reading the Golden Guide to Game Birds oh. because they finish up everything with the oh, table worthiness. <laughs> yeah. And uh, of the fowl. said that uh, teal can be found across the country, blue, blue-winged, blue green-winged, and cinnamon. 
Yes, the cinnamon tea. Cinnamon yeah. more of the western states, but uh, they're all supposed to be... They're small, they're quick, and uh, apparently quite quite tasty. I'm not... I don't... If I've had duck, it's no more than once or twice, as I've shared on the show before, so I don't I don't really know what to say on that, but uh, they're, pr- they're a handsome, handsome bird. Yeah, they're a pretty bird. And we did see earlier... A single wood uh, wood duck. Well, like uh, like more. I thought four to six of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... But then we also heard from across, there's a bay across behind the trees that we see. There's a bay back there where you can hunt, and uh, we've heard several reports, as you say, yeah, of shotguns. So perhaps those wood ducks. Have I guess been... would be the mighty twelve. Yeah. Sixteen uh, still usable. I uh, believe my cousin. Or at least my cousin's son became the proud owner of my old 16 gauge. But, oh, uh, I see. I have a 12 semi-auto. It's Remington. Ah, haven't really ever gotten it out, but probably needs a cleaning. God knows, I love the smell of that cleaning fluid. Oh yeah, it's I, probably I don't bad know for my brain. <laughs> smells, it smells of my dad's pre-hunting prep in the fall, like cleaning a shotgun in the basement, oiling up his boots. What's going on, duck or deer? That's right. <laughs> Usually, kind of parlayed into both at some occasions. They would they would deer hunt up near Cyrus, Minnesota, which is kind of near Kensington, Starbuck, Alexandria. A lot of farm relatives up there with fields. That they were more than more than open to come out and go ahead. I think one of the one of the disclaimers was always depending on what you take down, I get part of it, mm. and. Uh, I remember as a kid not particularly liking venison. I'm not quite sure why. Um, I think I've had it since and enjoyed it. But uh, my dad was one of those guys where he'd he'd get his deer and then we'd have <coughs> sausage. It's got to be more to deer than just grinding it. Well, uh, hey, flame we've... has leaped forth from the chimney. That's right. Chimney number two has arrived. One chimney is on its side, burning proudly. The other is belching flame. Kind of a good feeling. It's just really interesting to be up here. We've seen one boat on the gull. Right. And it was kind of one of those mud boats with the long, long... Uh, well, I think it's the mud motor. Mud motor. On a, on a John boat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of... It's a typical duck hunting boat, and they were... They, they match the camo style on the they boat, do. so they, they looked do. like they were heading... They, maybe those were the guys that uh, yeah, we later heard the reports from. Yeah, you could be. Because uh, they turned into that bay. Oh, okay. They did turn into that bay. Uh, Those are interesting. They remind me of being in Thailand where the dragon boats all had these huge engine on the back, and it was a truck engine, semi-truck. Oh, my God. And then the the drive shaft went way back, like 20 feet behind the boat with the propeller turning. And uh, those things really moved, and they were kind of like a water taxi on the Chow Praia River. It was interesting stuff. But, yeah, you see those up. That's, That's what we've seen. So... Really, to be here at a time where we've got a nice hot fire going in front of us, cigars glowing. I'm right. En- I, for one, am enjoying a, a lengthy, dark Cohiba. And for me, for those interested, is a Romeo and Julieta. Now, these are, uh, what do you call the big size? The Churchill. The Churchills. Yeah, so I'm sure everyone will be awake at 3 a.m. going, not Right. <laughs> but uh, no boats, very few docks, very quiet out there. The water's just... Moving of its own accord, it's calmed down. The wind is sort just of a light blowing. breeze, and uh, yeah, maybe it's the fire, but it just doesn't feel that cold anymore. Yeah, we've been we've been we started this fire 
several hours ago. Indeed. And now, on our second chimney fire, it's 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 plenty radiant with Region heat. full on. And it feels good. It does. It does. I did notice, too, if I can throw a shout-out to our dear friend Mike Lean. He was in Montana. Oh, yeah. It appeared, I believe, on an elk hunt. Wow. When the storm went through? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His picture on Facebook simply said, what you don't want to see when you're hunting in Montana. And there, it looked like, Mike, feel free to correct us. It looked like you had almost half a foot of snow. On the oh ground, it was on the front of his truck, it was everywhere. Oh my gosh. And I thought, well, if you got your winter tires on, you'll be all right. And if you don't, drive safe. <laughs> <laughs> Slow and easy. Slow and easy, man. Big old truck coming home on greasy roads in the first snowfall of the season. Ideally with an elk in the back. Now, I don't mean to just sit around and talk about my mind stomach, but uh, I can't say all that much about deer. I've been kind of a reluctant participant but i gotta say this much fud i've had elk at least three times oh yeah as uh prepared by various friends and or restaurants and i i know one of the people i work with her husband was out and they got an elk this year in, in montana pre-snow and uh talked about dressing it out and cutting it into pieces parts and i was just like man that again if you're an ardent vegetarian feel free to wander off and fill your coffee mug. But boy, when it comes to the uh, ungulates, I believe they're called, right? Ungulates? Ungulates? I'm not sure. The deer family. The hooved mammals. I'm going to say ungulates, but okay. I wouldn't be the you, expert. You said it well. I, well, there's nothing quite like elk. It's delicious. Mm. Unbelievably good. I, I had huh. it. My niece's wedding dinner in uh, Colorado, I had an elk steak. Oh, really? It was fantastic. Um came highly recommended by several wedding party members. If you haven't had it, I've had it. I like it. I just don't want to run up the bill here. Like, it's a wedding dinner. <laughs> Have the elk. Oh, Enjoy God, it. I didn't look back. It was so good. Wow. And then a good friend of ours, Mike, Mike B. of uh, Mighty Mighty Columba Township. Columbus Township, sorry. Not Columba. Um, he has offered elk from time to time and it's, oh God, so good. And one more weird little piece of could be woodland cabin country knowledge. I'm, I'm told, you know where I'm going with this, bud? No, where are the you The elk is kind of unique in that it's got two teeth or tusks in its lower jaw that they refer to as North American ivory. Oh, yeah. Now, that's not why you go out to hunt an elk, obviously. I've heard that. If you're going to take an elk, by God, eat the thing. It's because you won't be sorry that you did. But it's, uh, yeah, I remember an old friend from long ago who'd hunted everything with a pulse talking about, oh, yeah, and I... I took the tusks. I keep. I have them still. Unbelievable. Beautiful. Hmm. Okay. Might as well. You like that scene out of uh, the remake of uh, Oh God, John Wayne was the original, and then the the Coen Brothers redid it. Uh, oh, True Grit. True Grit. Oh, my oh goodness. I know it's the scene where Rooster's in pretty rough shape, and he's been hanging his empties all over the trees as they keep riding. Mm-hmm. The young lady who's hired him is disgusted with his shenanigans. And uh, along through a surprise snow squall comes this old mountaineer in a bear skin. And I think, oddly enough, riding a donkey. Burrow? Or a, a burrow. An ass. Or an I, yeah. I took his teeth, if you don't object. Something along those lines. A film full of good lines, Fudd. I, I love True Grit. It's good stuff. 
but uh, yeah, it almost feels like we could be in for a surprise snow squall. Although it does kind of seem to be clearing off. I'm looking up to the red oaks here and seeing blue sky. Just a touch of pink slight, in some of those clouds. It's bright in the clouds. And it's not from the yard light. I know that. I know that to be true. So. Yeah, I think we're in for a nice, cold, last cabin trip evening here, which is nice. Last night was windy. Tonight, it's still a little bit of a breeze now and then, but just enough to keep the fire good and hot. You're glad we've got a... I'm glad. I'm glad we've got an indoor heater and, of course, the, the fireplace. Right, the... Which I might stove. add, out of character, but you, I, did you get up and stoke in the middle of the night? If you did, uh, I didn't hear you. You know what? I think I did, but it was so far gone that uh, I woke up this morning and the log that I put in was still there unburnt. So, yeah, it, I don't think it took off. Cleaned out the ash. Yeah. Good stuff. I found all kinds of interesting lichens and fungus on this trip, some of which were still coming up through the very cold ground. Yeah. And uh, I do have a, a, a youth in my family who is uh, quite the mushroom expert, and I took all kinds of shots of some of these different fungi and shelf bracken and things like that. Sent them off home, well, to her home, not my home, and uh, said, you are the expert on this. Please fill me in. What is this I'm seeing? And it's on a lot of dead stuff. So what do you, what do you suggest? Leave it? Let it be? Is it forest medicine? What What do we have here? Well, I haven't heard anything back yet, but I uh, did uh. take pictures. They could hit the website as well. I'll send those to FUD and maybe he'll... Whoa! Oh, there goes the chimney. The By chimney gosh. fell over. Oh, it fell over. It's belching flames. Holy cow. And a grand total of two feet away from us. Now we're really warming up. Yes. Like, I think my pants are starting to smolder as we speak. But I think God. we're going to have to... Stoke and, and Stoke uh, and take a break. Hey, Don, if you'll uh, send us to our... Don? Don. Are you here? Where are you? Don. Wait a minute. He's... Well, a word from some of our sponsors. Don seems to have walked away. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll readjust the fire, and we'll be right back. Live from Randall, Minnesota, it's the 12-gauge music of Oliver Spaltz. <laughs> Tonight, the music of the Grouse Camp is brought to the dance floor with Oliver Spalt and his over-under orchestra. Dance to the Northwoods Supper Club sounds of A Walk in the Motley Woods. Consider chuckers bursting from cover to Princeton Now Then, Here We Come. There's never a snag of river weeds on your hook when you're hearing Gull River. Gull River, wider than your yard. Hunting's never hard from shore. 
And let's not forget the musical question, Finlandia? Let the outboards, mechanical issues, or the cracked stock problems of your Mossberg 16-gauge swirl away with the magical sounds of Oliver Spalt and his over-under orchestra. You'll be glad you did. Look for Oliver and his gang every time you gas up the Gas Station Podcast Network, or look for him at 6 p.m. every Sunday night on cable TV's Outdoors Minnesota channel. Sitting out here in this blind for hours... Drinking mom's weak coffee. Eating sandwich cookies. I need something to get this taste out of my mouth. I know what you mean. This is rough. I give up a clear shot at a record gander for a breath mint or a piece of gum. What? The, the Goosey, Goosey Fruit, fruit galoot. galoot! Fret not, Goose Hunters. I'm the Goosey Fruit Galoot, and I have just what you need to fight that not-so-fresh goose-blind breath. Goosey Fruit. The not-so-sweet fruit gum with that oh-so-subtle hint of smoked goose breast. Bad coffee breath? Old chaw residue? Last night's garlic chicken still hanging with you on the morning hunt? Goosey Fruit will take it away and leave the satisfying aftertaste of a holiday goose dinner. And Goosey Fruit is there for you at all of your favorite hunting and outdoor stores, as well as most of your more popular gas stations. Goosey Fruit is available in five-stick packs, 30-piece multi-packs, or plastic travel dispensers of the popular new Goosey Fruit gum cubes. Sticks or cubes, Goosey Fruit is right there for you. Thanks, Galoot. We'll freshen our blind breath with with Goosey Goosey Fruit. Fruit. Don't look now, kids. It's Stanislav the Iron Miner, coming to make sure you stay well-behaved and low-profile as we approach the annual event most commonly referred to around cabin country as Halloween. Whether you observe Samhain, All Souls Day, Halloween, or Walpurgisnacht, light your candles and say your prayers as Stanislav returns tonight. Stan worked the Masabi Range throughout the Great War. The swinging picks of Stan and his brethren kept the doughboys both armored and armed with pure Masabi ore, creating the medals needed to fight and win the war. All was well in Stanislav's world until the day he lost his carbide helmet lamp and took an unfortunate misstep near one of the auxiliary shafts. The whole mining community came out to mourn the loss of Stan and lend aid to his family, kindness and support being traits of Iron Rangers. But as the years passed by, people began to see their long-lost friend Stan reappearing in his former haunts. Stan was reportedly seen fading in and out of existence in the many drilling and ore pass shafts 2,000-plus feet down. Stan would be seen walking away from the offloaded cage in the pre-dawn and the twilight hours, and at a fair distance from the crew. Stan could be seen walking away from the main gate, headed home, long after hours. Oh, thanks, Ed, for that introduction. I'll take it over from here. Many mines were, and still are said to be haunted by spirits. Some of these spirits are what the iron miners of the north referred to as knackers. The Cornish and Welsh miners stuck to the term tommyknockers. Knackers, or tommyknockers, were allegedly playful deviant spirits that would move miners' tools underground, might put out carbide lamps on miners' helmets, but would also signal underground dangers to the miners as they worked. (laughs) 
If the knackers were heard knocking on the stone and the shafts, the terriers knew enough to be on their guard against the many dangers that would confront men in the mines. Open shafts, holes in the floors, weakening roof supports, and unstable rock strata could be the end of an entire gang of miners. And let us not forget, it was believed that there were legions of ghastly specters in the mine shafts deep under the head frame. The tales of those dismembered from accidental detonations. Those who breathed their last in the darkness as sludge forced the air out of the tunnels and lungs. Ghosts whose permanent home would be the mine shafts they threw themselves into as a reaction to the cruelties of mine camp life. Mine laborers experience hard lives, dangerous working conditions, and let's face it, a job that involves deep mine shafts, explosives, drills, and darkness. Cornish miners came to work the iron, copper, and coal mines of cabin country. They brought a tale with them that would make the hair on anyone's head stand up. A mysteriously mobile, disembodied hand that glowed with an unholy light would pick a miner to frighten on any given shift. The hand waited to appear until the miner was on their own, working on a mineral deposit. The hand radiated an odd greenish light and moved across the stone floors and walls like a spider. The hand would follow the miner casting long shadows, wait for the opportune time to grab the worker's cheek or grab him by the neck, and then fade away amidst the sound of ghoulish laughter and eerie weeping. So what do we think about Stanislav? Was he a miner who died in the mines of the Masabi Range? Was he a miner who has unfinished business in the realm of the living? Perhaps Stanislav is a larger-than-normal knacker, there to warn his fellow miners of the dangers in the depths. Well, whatever may have been the truth about Stan will probably remain a mystery. I think this is a great time to take a break and hear from some of our sponsors. KCCN is reminding everyone across the North Country to join us this Halloween for the 3D spectacle From the Depths, the 1966 horror classic that brought the fear of underground places to both kids and kids at heart alike. Tune in to KCCN starting at 6 o'clock for a weekly visit with the Grave Digger. Are we going to watch that? I don't want to. Hey, push. Dude, I'm going to We're not going to watch that, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Oh, stupid. Why not? It's Halloween. Grave Digger? The Grave Digger. Come on, you've watched the Grave Digger. Spooky Miner. Cool. Do I wear glasses for this movie? Man, I got my glasses. You don't have yours. It works. Do they work? I don't need it. I'm broke already. Don't miss it. Don't forget to check the locks on your doors and windows. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. I sure do love keeping up with the You hear something? What was that? I, I swear it's in the basement. Hey. Hello? Justin, get, leave us alone. Mom, tell Justin to get out of here.
Big thanks to Don, who vanished when we needed him. Yeah, really. He'll be back at some point, and we'll take a severe talking to. That said, <laughs> Fudd, you had uh, back by kind of the wood-splitting area amidst the red pines. I'm going to guess more red oaks that are kind of young. Good yeah. place where traditionally your dad, brothers, and yourself have, have split wood and stacked it, covered it for the fire ring and or, if it is oak, the inside fire place to keep everything nice and toasty. And you had some aspens that were coming in, <clears throat> forming yeah. kind of their own, you know, aspens are interesting in that their multiple trees are all kind of the same tree. Right, And they right. send out the, the common rootstock and, and up they come. And um, beautiful aspens turn that lovely gold in the fall. And uh, I, for one, love the smell of aspen leaves when they come down and they start kind of decomposing. I know I've said this repeatedly. You walk on it and they smell a little bit like the old buckwheat cereal from <laughs> yeah, so long ago. Right. You're like, oh, man, my dad used to eat that every morning and tell me how good it was. And I'd try it and hate it. And he'd look at me and say that classic dad line, you don't know what's good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd make a noise of some grunt kind of disagreement. But... Uh, Lo and behold, you went back to the fire ring, and what did you run into? Well, I looked and I thought, wow, somebody cut those two down. Why would, why would they do that? But upon closer inspection, yes. they looked like chiseled to a point. I was going to say, whoever was wielding the axe on that was a poor excuse for a, a lumberman. <laughs> right. <clears throat> it's as if they had taken a, a knife and whittled a, uh, you know, whittled Packing it down. away at a log like a tenderfoot with a dull axe. But you probably know where we're going with this. Uh, it's quite obvious a beaver. Took it down and... Took uh, down two trees. Yeah. Hauled them into the river. Right. like no, them somewhere. No, no, yeah. No sign of it. Kind of looking from the shore, seeing if we could find evidence of... Although this is such a wide spot beaver. in the river, they wouldn't be building a, a lodge here, but... Yeah. Where the heck did they go with it? And, and that must have taken... Think of the power behind that beaver. Yeah. To be able to paddle upstream hauling basically an, a, a young tree. Right. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. Or incredible. perhaps it was a whole mob of beavers working well, I don't in know. concert. I doubt that very much. But uh, impressive and kind of cool and yeah. frustrating at the same it's time. It's cool. I mean, uh, yeah, it's better than if somebody had just sort of cut it down thinking these were in the way or something but hey uh, neat will burn some immature aspen in the fire. i mean there are, and there are plenty more it's just that those two the ones coming up were they were they were proud looking quite nice and, and it's they're they're growing in an area where we've lost quite a few uh, skinny pines and right. uh, over the last several years the storms have knocked down a bunch of trees so well you've got a red oak back there that still has Small branches about midway up the trunk, and then the top of the trunk is gone. Yeah, like it has yeah. rot, you know, died back from the top, coming down to the to the rootstock. What so. do you know of aspens, Fudd? Will they, from the stumps, regenerate in the spring? Do you suppose they'll send more out, or are they just dead soldiers at this point? To put it bluntly, I have no idea what's okay. going to happen. Yeah. I think, uh, I guess we'll just sort of there'll be little trophies of hey, beavers were here. Isn't that kind of neat? And we'll just see if anything happens. And if not, that, that's fine. It's interesting how they, you know, they, they go about 18 inches, 20, uh, 24 inches from the ground is where they chew it off. And that's exactly what they did. And they, they just kind of look like stakes sticking up. So Yeah. 
if we're chased by Dracula, we could lead him Hail there him and him. Yeah. yeah, knock. A, I'll, we'll tabletop him. Send a tripwire yeah. like Ooh. near the area, oh. and so. Good luck when the sun rises. <laughs> Nosferatu. You know, speaking of Nosferatu. Yes. And Dracula. Please do. This is our sort of interim report as we uh, prepare for the annual Halloween season edition of Cabin the Country. Offer. Yes. And it'll be here very soon. We're looking forward to it. So we couldn't resist having you visit with us for a while here at the fireside. Right. We'll have a plenty... A plentiful evening of horror tales as we restoke our two fallen chimneys. Fallen chimneys. The orange glow yeah. coming off this wood. It's absolutely beautiful. It's fabulous. Yard lights. And look at that moon starting to come up. Oh, my Over God. The oaks. I, I got to get the camera ready. You do. I, I think, man, it's like it came up an inch and a half in the 30 seconds I just said that. It's like a fast on the rise. Rising. The moon Huge is rising fast. moon. And if I Creatures had this, of the night are... Does it almost look like a blood moon? But I think it does. Look at oh. how fast... Oh, I can't believe that. It's ridiculous. We'll have to stop now so our yes. podcast photographer chief can right. get to work. Don, so get the camera ready. We'll sign off for now, and perhaps you'll hear more from us later. Sounds good. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.